What it do, what it do. Y'all know what it is already. It's the Dynamic Diva, baby. I'm in the place to be on this frosty, frosty Tuesday. I don't know what happened, y'all, but the weather done came in. It's time for us to bundle up, snuggle up, and get our hot chocolate on. But you know I always gonna bring it to you. You know I always got the tea for you. So it's about that time. I need y'all to go ahead and get your hot chocolate, your coffee, or maybe even hot toddy. And come on and sit down and join me for the Dynamic Perspective. We're gonna talk about community, collaboration, and connections with our special guest tonight. She gonna, she gonna bring you some information that's gonna make Make you walk your walk, do your thing, and do it with your A game at that. So come on, y'all, get right, get ready, and let's get it on for the dynamic perspective. So it's Tuesday, y'all. I got to talk about some things going on in the world today. First off, we want to give a, a, a blessing and a thought to all of those that uh, suffered some loss through Hurricane Ian. That hurricane came through here and did some things. But they always say whenever there's a hurricane and it destroys something, it gives us the opportunity to rebuild and to regrow and to reconnect. So please reach out to those resources that are helping those victims of Hurricane Ian. Whether you're do it's a donation, whether it's your time, whether it's perishables, but these people need to be restored and rebuilt. And I applaud everyone that's listening and watching this episode tonight. Please reach out because anything that you can give will put someone else in a better place. Now, y'all know I'm a football fan, right? So let me switch to some sports. I'm a little upset. I don't know what was going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers last week, baby. I don't understand, okay? Now, I'm a New York person. Y'all know I'm from up top. You know, I got, I got love from up top. But they got beat by the Jets, y'all. I'm just saying. They need to have a woman down there on the field. Uh-uh. See, my, my, my producer up here playing. You hear him. You hear him back here in the music playing. I'm just saying, y'all. We're going to have to do a little bit better. So, Steelers, listen to your girl. I, 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 I cherish y'all. I promote y'all. I'm in work talking big mess about the Steelers. Don't make me look bad. I'd be too cute to be looking bad when y'all be losing. So, come on, y'all. Better come with it next weekend. That's all I'm saying. Don't make me have to do the walk of shame into my office. It's not a good look. You understand? No. No, 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 no qualms to the Jets. It was just a lucky day. How about that? We'll go with that. Now, let's talk about what's going on now. These kids, we got to find some things for these kids out here in the community, y'all. We got too many businesses and too many organizations that can use the skill of our youth because our youth is our future. For the blueprints that we have put down for us to be sustainable, we need to pass that information on to our youth. We need to be able to give them the same opportunities or even more so than what we've had. Now, the government is not going to be able to provide all the things that we need to give our youth. It's about our communities coming together and giving it to them. So if you could spare some time in your office to maybe show someone how to be uh, an administrative assistant, a receptionist, maybe someone beginning there in a warehouse, uh, anything that can start the process, let's open the door for them. Because as technology changes, as the economy changes, we're still going to have the youth trying to find their way. So please, if you have the opportunity, please hire some youth. Bring them underneath your wing. Mentor them and make them a better version of yourself. As they say. Now, enough about me preaching, y'all. I'm just, I ain't going to keep y'all too long. But I want y'all to understand that today's guest, we got history. You see how I said this again? We got history. But tonight, we're going to hear her story. You understand? We got history, but we're going to hear her story. 
Now, you don't meet too many women that you can connect with immediately who can understand where you are at that time in your life when you have a discussion. And we've known each other, I want to say maybe almost 10, 15 years now, and the growth and the progress that I've seen this incredible woman go come through is astonishing okay and when i tell you y'all she bring her a game she bring her a game ain't no question about it okay y'all better understand that you better get your pens and your paper because you're gonna find out where you can find her at you're gonna be able to learn how to design yourself in a way that you can be seen when you enter the room before you open your mouth so let me say it again so that you can be seen when you enter a room before you open your mouth you heard me so again get your pen and your paper get your coffee Get your tea, get your hot toddy. It's kind of cold out there too, you know. Sit back, rock with us for a minute. But we gotta, you know, we gotta do the commercial thing. You know, I gotta thank my sponsors. So we're gonna take a quick break for our commercials, and we're gonna be back with this amazing woman. And y'all better be ready, cause you know I don't bring, I don't bring nobody out here that can't hang out with the deep. So come on, y'all. After these commercials, we'll be right back. This portion of Dynamic Perspective is powered by Allstate Virginia. As always, you are in good hands. Sue Marcus George, a licensed agent. Call him right now for a discount. Save lots of money. Get your quote right now. He will definitely help you out. Call him now. 757-972-6249. Again, 757-972-6249. Allstate, you are in good hands with Marcus George. All right, y'all, we back, we back, we back. So now you guys ready? So let me just describe this, this, this young lady coming to the show. She is glamorous, elegant, authentic, beautiful, grounded, earthly, wise, and strong black woman. Did y'all get all that? Y'all need to run them adjectives again. I'm, I'm describing to you Miss Alosia D. Harris. Can we get a round of applause for Miss Alosia D. Harris on the show tonight, y'all? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so very much, Diva. Um, you know, I have loved you for, well, really, since, since the day I met. We, we like you said, connected. Yeah, we still look good, though. Very, very, very good. We're not going to tell our age, though. We're not, we not going to tell our age. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that ain't for the people to know. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. Let me tell y'all, this woman right here, when you talk about being able to give you a style and a sense of authenticity when you're wearing certain things, she brings that to you. Now, when I say that, you know, we often go into stores and we look for things and we pick up things and we try to match them and, and we think it works. But it's different when you go into a boutique because it's a relationship that's being built. It's more than just buying a piece of apparel. It's becoming one with the apparel. It's becoming one to set your style and make your standards. And Miss Alosia, I'm going to call her D, y'all, but I love how to say it. Watch her roll on my tongue, y'all. Alosia. You hear I say that? Alosia, baby. Okay, y'all got to work with me now. One more time. The class, y'all paying attention. Alosia. That's that's the jealousy quoi. Okay. <laughs> See, they ain't ready for that, baby. So now, tell us, you started in corporate America, mm -hmm. switched over to fashion. 
Tell mm-hmm. us about it. So, of course, you know, we met in HR. So I started out um, in HR and was in HR for almost 20 years. And I've always wanted to do something for myself. I just kind of couldn't figure out what it was that I wanted to do. Um, I knew that I loved fashion, always have, always will. It's it's, it's my go-to. But I wasn't quite sure how to go about um, doing it. So I left corporate in 2010 um, to help my husband establish his business. And um, I stayed with him for almost 10 years. And there came a time that I was like, wait a minute, my kids are getting older. I'm not running and ripping for them anymore. They don't need me. What am I to do? So I went out and bought a dog. That didn't work. (laughs) He fell in in love with my husband. He didn't didn't belong to me anymore. And um, I kind of had already gotten to the place where I hated shopping. I, I hated seeing myself every single place that I went. Express and New York and Company, they were my go-to. And every time you buy something and you go somewhere, you, you're seeing yourself, they're matching it, you know, just like it, like you have it. And I got to the place where it really wasn't enjoyable for me. And then I started imagining concepts of how I wanted to look, what I was looking for. And my husband and I traveled and I would go out and try to find it and I still couldn't find it. So I decided at the end of 2018 that in 2019, I am starting my business. So <laughs> I, I jumped on a plane um, in February of 2019. And I decided to go to Vegas to what they call the magic show. That's where you meet all the vendors and the designers and everything. I went in February. I came back. And in March, I start. I opened my business. And um, that the thing is, do not despise small beginnings. I was in my house for a month and my husband kicked me out. He was like, yo, what happened to the living room? What you doing? I had mannequins and clothes and racks. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find something. So I rented this very, very small space. And I told the gentleman that I'll probably be here for maybe three years. I just need to establish myself and, and, you know, let people know who I am and where I am. And so I was by appointment only. It was in downtown Norfolk, a very, very, it was a classroom, basically smaller than a classroom, but they use it as like a training room. And um, it wasn't even a year. I realized like, this is not working for me. I have to create something better for myself because I'm better than this. The space was small. It was crampy. I didn't even have a dressing room. I had a curtain in the corner for you to to get dressed behind. And God, I talked to God about it. And he said, where do you want your business? And I I was like, I want to be close to home. I came to the shopping center in College Park Shopping Center, which is not too far from my house, talked to the gentleman, and voila, I opened my first store in March of 2020. Got my keys March 1st, went out of town while they were putting the store together. I'm put some praise on it, y'all. I'm put some praise on that, anyway. Baby. By the time I got back in town, 
Virginia was shut down, baby, due to COVID. So I'm like, Lord, I got rent to pay. I just signed this lease. What am I to do? And God sustained me that entire year. I can't even tell you how awesome my God is to me. One more time. If y'all can get out there. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta give it to him. I gotta give it to him because it's only him that keeps me from day to day. Every time I think that, Lord, what am I doing? Is this what I'm really supposed to be doing? Like things are slowing down. I don't know. He bring the people in. He never fails me. I've been able to pay rent every single month. I have been able to make so many wonderful connections and I provide an experience that, you know, mm-hmm. yes, I, do. I, pro- I provide an experience that sets me apart from anybody else. And it, like you said, the relationships that I build with the consumers, when they come through the door, I don't even call them customers, consumers. I call them clients because they're my clients. Mm-hmm. It has sustained me. They bring their friends. We have private parties. And it has been a wonderful ride. And I cannot wait to see where God takes me because he continually elevates me every single year. That's it. That's it. And what is so amazing. So you guys, I'm going to just tell you a little story. When I first walked into the boutique, first the emotion that ran over me when I saw her, it, it, it's like you, you you picked up right where you left off. Yeah. And it was just emotion like oh I can't believe this is going down like this is incredible you know and I you know me I have had some issues you know body image like I don't know and I ain't sure and uh, this may not work for me but she was able to keep you know keep me funky keep me fresh and my first sweater I bought I rocked that to work let me tell you something I was the baddest thing walking in that building and I'm still to this day I'm the baddest thing walking in the building with the sweater on so it made me appreciate how she saw me and said, okay, now this ain't going to work for you, but this ain't going to work for you. Cause you know, y'all, I thought I was Beyonce. I thought I was a size six. I ain't going to lie. I thought I was coming in there. I was going to be B size six, you know, 36, 24. And she said, oh no. She said, now wake up. She said, cause I ain't going to put you out there looking crazy now. Not with my name saying you cover. No, no, no. Going out there looking crazy. So the experience and the relationship and being comfortable in your skin. Mm-hmm. Thing that I took from that experience, which made me bring my daughter, which made me bring some women from the shelter down there for one of the events that was there to say, you can be yourself here and be very comfortable in knowing that when you leave this store, you're not just buying clothing, you're buying your style, your presence. Mm-hmm. You walk in that room first, they see your presence before you open your mouth. So I think that's what people really don't understand when we talk about boutiques. But now when you think about it now, we have so many women in corporate America and they still are having an issue with the way how we define ourselves with the fashion trends in corporate America. So how with your boutique, how do you help those in corporate America still keep it classy, but still be able to meet the needs in corporate America? Well, the thing about corporate America is this, it starts from our crowns. Um, we all have different hairstyles. Um, I'm dealing with an issue now um, with a family member 
um, who was told because she wears braids that it was not that, that she really shouldn't have braids as a manager. So it starts with our crown um, as women and then it just trickles on down. Um, we have curves that the Caucasian women typically don't have. And um, our clothes tend, tend to accent us better um, and show. And we have to continue to push forward in doing so, um, making it modest, but not being afraid to, um, I have people come in and, you know, I, I needed to fit a little looser. No, you don't. No, you don't. It needs to be conforming and comfortable to you. You don't have to, to go to work looking like a bag or, or, or a sack of potatoes. And um, your job is what's important. And there are a lot of laws that are, are, are now there to protect us as being African-American women um, in the workplace, but more so keep it clean, keep it professional. We don't want our boobs hanging out. And that was a big part of why I did what I did in starting my boutique. Um, I wanted to let the everyday professional businesswoman with an edge know that you can still be clean, you can be sophisticated, and most of all, confident in walking into that building every single day. They're going to talk about you anyway, because you're beautiful. That's true. They're going to talk about you anyway. That's so. Too, because you keep. Yeah, let's. So, so we're gonna give them something to talk about. And the thing is, a lot of of corporate and you know us coming from the HR perspective, they sit back, they want to say something, but in reality, you can't discriminate. So you try to make people feel uncomfortable. Exactly. But when you're comfortable in your own skin and you know not necessarily who you are, but whose you are, it really doesn't matter. That is it so really doesn't matter. I used to get dogged out so much on the last job in regards to, well, well is that denim? No, it, it appears to be, but no. Well, does it touch your knee? Yes. Well, are your shoulders covered? Do you see my, my jacket? Because you saw me take it off for a minute in my office with the door closed. You came in like, you know, so. Again, you know, we want to stay true to who we are and we want to understand, no, we don't want our cleavage out. We want to keep it modest and keep it, you know, skirts and so forth at your knees. But you don't have to go to work with baggy clothes on and oversized clothes because you want to make someone else feel comfortable because then you're uncomfortable. That's it. You know, and, and I want to pick up on that point, because when you look at. Uh, women in the fashion industry, you know, the, the standard for a, a female model, let's just say she's 5'9", she weighs about one, what, let's say 90 pounds, 225, and that's what they consider to be okay. And then it's already now plus size. You know, you go from, this is what we deem is perfect. This is the ideal body. This is what you're supposed to aspire to. And then, then it's plus size. You know, and for a long time for me, Coming from when I was younger, I was very small. So yeah, so now it took me a long time to kind of swallow the, the crack and say, yeah, you are you are plus size, but you're plus size, but you're happy where you are. Do you need mm -hmm. to work on things? Yeah, I know I do. You know, I mean, everybody does. Everybody has something they need to work on. But going into a store like a, a, a Burlington or something like that, and you're picking up something off the rack and you're like... Is it gonna make me look good? Is it gonna make me look like I got three, you know, three heads, two necks, you know, the arms too short, do the do the pants match my waist? 
you know, it, it just wasn't something I didn't want to do anymore. So it became a point where I didn't want to go shopping. So I felt very comfortable putting on a pair of sweats and, and being like, okay, because nobody's going to say anything. It wasn't until, you know, coming to the boutique, I was like, okay, I could, I could put on these jeans and be real cute with some boots. And okay, this yeah. my may want to walk outside with me in the street now because I look like something, you know. Right. You know, those things became um, important, but society still tries to find a way to say mm -hmm. this is what you're supposed to attain to, to match trends or to be accepted. You know, uh, we have a question. Uh, Mark uh, Sanders here asks us, how do we keep up with trends or do you dictate your own style? So I believe you dictate your own style. You don't have to be like anyone else because you are in unique in your own right. And everything is not for everybody. Exactly. So trying to keep up with the trend is so unnecessary. And most of the time when we're trying to keep up with a trend, we're talking about the labels. Okay. okay. You gotta have you gotta have this label or that label. And a lot of times, to be honest, they don't make it in our size, mm -hmm. especially when we're plus. Okay. Part a part of me starting the boutique was to be inclusive to every single woman. I start at a size small and I go up to a three, sometimes a four X. Now, what was most important about that was I wanted to find pieces that could take the plus size woman and make her feel just as sexy and confident as a straight size woman. Now, just because you're plus doesn't mean that you want to walk around looking like you got on bed, a bedspread or the drapes, you know, that we, that we, that your grandma had in, in the house. It's, yes. totally, it's totally unnecessary. And I had someone come by uh, for marketing purposes the other day, uh, Friday of last week. And he said, Oh, you, you carry stuff for just for small girls too. And I said, yeah. And he said, Oh, I thought you, I thought you did. Plus most of the time I see plus I said, no, what you see is I need to get it out there to the public that I carry plus size clothes because typically when you say boutique, you automatically think, oh, I got to be a size six, yes. right? So it's, important, it's important that I showcase the nice voluptuous woman, the beautiful brown woman in all of her glory as far as her clothes and her crown and her shoes. I need for people to see that there are ways that you can dress yourself and feel confident and comfortable in your own skin. And that was so very, very important to me. So honestly, I sell more plus clothes than I do small medium, but I'm having to constantly reorder the plus because I make sure that what I bring in it's eye-catching, baby. It, it grabs you. And a lot of times, my straights will come in. They be like, "You, I said, baby, you're on the wrong side. You need to go to the other side. But I want, you, did you get that in, in our size? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You got stuff over there, you know, that, that that's not for you. Right. So it, it's important uh, because of body shaming. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's um, another body shaming. Because of body shaming, it's important for me to let other, my best friend is plus, she's plus. So shopping with her for 20 years, we get to the mall, she in one section, I'm in another section. And my purpose was to provide a place 
where it didn't matter your size, if you wanted to gather a group of ladies or you and your bestie or whomever and come shopping, I'm the place. I'm the place for you to come. And I always tell people, you know, it's not about how the clothes look on the rack. You bring the clothes to life. Yes. The clothes don't wear you. You wear the clothes. And so it's we are so hard on ourselves because of what society says, the media, when we are looking at the pictures and, you know, the, the models and the magazines. And I tell people all the time, most of y'all, that stuff is airbrushed. Okay. Beyonce, I love her. That's my girl. You know, I, I, I'm a beehive, bee nation or whatever, but 95% of her pictures, they done touched up here. They, they, I done seen her in person. You know, she, she got flaws too, but we're, everything is visual. Yes. And so, when, so, so when you're seeing it over and over and over again, it makes you feel like you have to look like that. You have to have that. And basically that's, that's, that's what they do. They commercialize what they want you to think you have to be. Be, you know, and that brings back to the point where you were talking about the issue with your family member and hair. You know, they commercialize um, that we have to have uh, straight, you know, processed hair. And mm -hmm. for years, you didn't see too many black female uh, reporters or newscasters because she didn't have a particular look. Um, you didn't see too many uh, board members that uh, did not have a particular look. So now when you look at stores such as Dillard's or JCPenney's or things like that, unbeknownst to them, they do segregate mm -hmm. women by size by placing you in two different locations in the store. So you're already promoting a divide yeah, with women, okay. Mm -hmm. And you're promote, uh, you're you're giving a classification to you're not good enough to be in the junior section with the big bright sign that says junior and all the fancy clothes. We're gonna put you in the plus size, with things kind of thrown on the rack and look all disheveled. Like you know, you just need to pick up whatever needs to be there. So mm -hmm. you and then you go to the, the cashier and it's automatically determined. Oh well, you know, we know you were you were over here, you know. Mm -hmm. When you look at the items that are on clearance, you know, when you go to those certain stores, you know, the clearance things on the plus size or just anything thrown together. And it's supposed to be accepted that, yes, you know, you're plus and this is what you're supposed to wear. And we're good with that. And I think we get so trained in our minds. Like this is all this out there for us. So having your boutique and me being in there and seeing everyone mingling and hey girl, this looks good on you, but no, but this may look good on you. And starting that um, that collaboration, that communication, that sister fellowship, because we become sisters in the boutique because we're all trying to do the same thing, and that's to be our our best self. So you know, you gave us a level of confidence by breaking that separation, by making us equal. And that's putting us whole individually as well as corporately. Uh, we, we got another question. Uh, Mark Sanders asked here, did you find success in a brick and mortar type shop or online sales and are both important for you? Um, I'm finding better success in brick and mortar because people like to come in and try on, um, especially after COVID with people going more to the internet to purchase things. And then when you get it, it's not what you purchased is something totally different 
or the material is not right or the color is not right. So I'm finding that having people come into the store has been most successful uh, for me. I do have online sales and I would love to expand um, in my online sales because I think it's important for people worldwide, nationwide, um, to see what I have to offer, um, especially if you don't fit in the perfect category. Um, so if that answers, I hope that answers the question uh, for you. That definitely makes a lot of sense. And I think when you go online, it's, it's a hit or miss. I mean, you... You see things now and you and you go scroll through, say, Facebook and you see these beautiful gowns. And, and I'm saying to myself, nobody in the world <laughs> is going to buy this gown for no $29.99, okay, $45 because it's coming from China and it fits someone that's a size 3 and you don't tell them you're a size 16. This ain't going to work. But I can, say, I can tell you this. Um, I have so many people that have come into the store the last minute, the day before or two days before an event that they're having, they've never met me. Someone told them about me and their item came in that they ordered online, whether it was Amazon or somebody else. I'm not going to name those people. And they get it. And it's supposed to be a, a, a size 14 and it's really an eight or it's poorly made or it, maybe it just doesn't come at all or what have you. And right. we're able to work it out. And so I love those opportunities. And as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, it's a young lady that you had invited um, to come and she did not make it. Exactly. And, and she was having her birthday. Yes. And she walked into the boutique and she told me that she was invited out by you. She could make it that she kept saying, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of going to different boutiques. Oh, no, I'm just not going to go. They always for small people. Da, da, da. It had been months. It had been months. And she walked in because it was her birthday. She had ordered an item. It had come. However, it was not what she ordered. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And she right now is still a customer to this day. Because we got we got her together, and she was so elated. She was so, and she she apologized and said, "You know what? I should have come when she told me to come, but I was just, you know, in a place where, you know, like any other boutique is always for the small people. Like I had no clue, and I apologize to you, and I'll be back. And she's been back several times. So That's the next time she better remember to pick up two or something in a different color and swing it by my house. She think I forgot. Look, I got finders feet, y'all. I got finders feet. No, <laughs> um, let me ask you another question. Black women, what is the ideal way for us to enter a boutique? What mindset should we have when we enter a boutique? Because we're very hard on ourselves and we're very, uh, we, I, 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 what's for a lack of a better word, we can be so self-critical of ourselves that we're not worst, the opportunity. Yeah. We are our worst critic. Um, it's very important for me when you enter into the boutique, for me, first of all, to greet you in a manner that makes you feel comfortable. Um, if you are not comfortable, then it's hard for you to see yourself in the garment you're always going to find something wrong with the garment, whether, oh, my arm, I don't like to show my arms. Oh, my kneecaps are too big or whatever the case may be. So I tend to, especially if it's a new client who I feel may not be as comfortable and they don't know me as their first visit, okay. I, I just talk to them. Hey, 
what you shopping for? What's going on? Mm-hmm. I tend to call you beautiful. Hey, beautiful. I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. Hey, beautiful. Especially if I don't know you, never met you. I don't know your name. If I know your name, I'm a, you know, you've been in a couple of times. But for my new clients, the very first thing is, hey, beautiful. Because I need you to know that you're beautiful. You're beautiful. So what are we shopping for today? What is it that you like? What, what don't you like? And why don't you like that? Let's talk about that. It's not about always just come in, get the clothes, try it on, get the sale and out the door. I need to build a relationship with you. I want to know what makes you comfortable, what makes you uncomfortable. Why won't you wear red? Why don't you wear colors? Right. Why they got to be black? Why do you feel that way? Let's talk about that. So and coming into Covered by Aloysia, I need you to just come as you are. Be comfortable enough and vulnerable enough to have that conversation with me. And we work together to build to get you where you need to be. I have turned so many people that felt that they could not wear patterns, that they felt that they could not wear colors. It's a way to wear it. Now, I tell people, I personally, I'm a little round in the midsection, right? Mm -hmm. So anything that's going around your body, don't put it on. You want things that's going to go this way, up and down, up and down. So if the pattern is going around, it's just going to make you look larger than what you already are. So I'm not going to put you in that. I don't care how cute you think it is and, you know, what you think you like. My responsibility is to make sure that you are your best and that you are on your A game. Because that's important. True. That that's that's very very important. And then you're not gonna be out in the street talking about you got something from me. And the people are like, well, I ain't going there. Like, why should why in the world should be saying cover by Alosia? We can't be doing that. Um, you know, it's funny because you have you went from one little storefront to now to this bigger storefront. You just had a major fashion show that honey tore down the place baby they was coming through there on some of these shoes are meant for walking y'all better pay attention girl tell us about this fashion show so listen i had to how do i put it i had to um have a talk with myself because i did not believe in me and it was a point in the fashion show at the end when i came out because i about broke down I um, packed the house. It was a sellout crowd. I did not, I didn't believe in myself. And I told the crowd that I did not believe that I could sell out a room. I, I just didn't. I came into that day saying, Lord, if 50 people are in the room, I'm winning. I, I'm satisfied, Lord. This is my first show. And if I can just get 50 people in the room. And my son, we prayed at 128. And as soon as we finished praying, my son came to the back and he was like, mom. And he was looking at me with his eyes big. And I was like, what? I'm already nervous. And I'm like, what, son? What's wrong? And he was like, "Uh, I don't think about two seats left. I don't know where nobody else going to sit. And it was amazing. The key thing for that is I had my fashion show during New York Fashion Week. I didn't plan it that way. I had just selected a date. That's when I could get the venue. And when I started looking for my models that I've used in previous shows for other people, they were half of them were going to New York Fashion Week to walk for various um, designers there. So I was like, okay, all right, 
Mm -hmm. I see where this is going. 95% of my models were plus. 95%. And I told the audience, this show was about the everyday woman. It was to make sure that everybody understood no matter your size, no matter your shape, so what you got a belly. There are outfits to help whether you want to cover it, whether you want to accent it, or whatever the case may be. We showed that it didn't matter your size. It really, really doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. It's about body confidence. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the clothes that we select to wear can either enhance our body confidence or if we're wearing the wrong thing, yeah. it can it can keep us down and you know feeling bad about ourselves. So that show was so amazing. I got so many um good reviews. Uh, people are waiting for the next show. So I am in the process now of looking for a larger venue. Um, that particular venue that I had held 115 people. And um, that I didn't think I was going to do. And um, so now I'm looking for a larger venue. I want to have a ne my next show either the last week of April or the first week of May um, to introduce my spring line. Um, so that's what's on the horizons. But now God has so many. Let me tell you, eyes have not heard, uh, seen, ears have not heard. I don't even know what God has in store for me, but I can see the movement because I have a heart for the people and, that, and that's it's not about me. And I think because I've come to the realization just in my talk and my walk with Christ is that as long as I continue to try to serve the people. That's it. That's it. Y'all heard serve the people you know, and, and being able to understand that when you are passion driven, everything else falls in place. And we, we, you know, we meet many people in our walks of life and their goal is to be wealthy. Their goal is to have the biggest house, the best cars, but sometimes just being focused driven, everything else falls into place when you least expect it or the people that you don't think is going to be there, going to be there in the thousands standing out there cheering for you, seeing you be successful and knowing that your walk is destined for a purpose. So, you know, you have brought not only an energy to understanding that we need to love who we are and love what we have, but you've also brought a therapeutic way of looking at the way how we purchase our clothing. And many people get depressed because they don't like the way they look. So you have addressed a mental health issue with retail therapy for, you know, back of a letter word, retail therapy. So, you know, being able to have a, a boutique with a purpose is probably the biggest thing because I'm sure most of the women after they shop, because I know I've been one, will sit there and just want to talk mm -hmm. and have a good time and feel mm -hmm. loved. On and, and sit in the car and be like, man, that was the best time. You know, I had like, oh, I gotta go back, or I gotta bring my girlfriend, or you sitting on the phone, girl. I'm at look, I'm at the boutique. You better come on now, stop playing. Like it's it's something that you want to share because it's a magical moment, but it's also a very empowering moment. Yeah, and continue to bring that to the community. So I know you're gonna have some bigger and better things coming on, baby. Look, I'm ready to be a model. You tell me when you want me to be there, okay? Yeah, you tell me I'm going to be there, okay? I'm going to rock out. You understand? They ain't going to understand. I'm about to throw some hip up in there and everything, okay? Because I, 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 
I want to add one thing. When I initially started the boutique and I was in the little room in downtown Norfolk, I was by appointment only. And the reason I did that was because a lot of people, I knew I had plus and I wanted to cater to plus. And a lot of times due to body image, a lot of people feel uncomfortable dressing in front of other people. Mm -hmm. So I still, even though I'm open now, Tuesday through Saturday, I reserve Sundays and Mondays for appointment based only clients. So if you need an appointment where you want to come in and it's just you and I, you don't want to have to worry about somebody else walking through the door, trying on clothes in front of someone else. I still reserve that time for you on Sundays and Mondays. All you have to do is call and say, hey, I need an appointment. And bam, it's done. Because again, the goal here is to make sure that every woman knows how beautiful she is and that she looks just amazing on the outside as she feels on the inside. Yes, yes, yes. Can we get, can we get that, y'all? Can we get that? Can we get that? I think that is probably the best, the best way to say that. So now you got to tell us where we can find you, your hours of the store, what we got going on for the uh, fall collection coming out. And I'm telling y'all now, if anybody out here listening to this show, I like gifts. Okay, look here, make a donation, give me a sweater. I like scarves. Like hook a sister up. They got candles going on up in there. Y'all better stop playing with me. I'm telling y'all now, this is the place. So tell us where we can find you, Miss D, baby. Give us all the info. So I am at 6529 Auburn Drive in the city of Virginia Beach and it's centrally located. People say, oh my God, Virginia Beach. No, 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 no. I'm two blocks from Norfolk and I'm two blocks from Chesapeake. I am in the College Park Shopping Center. So I know if you guys been to the upscale, I'm on the other side of that shopping center, right beside the Advanced Auto. I am here Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. However, I have booked myself um, up basically between now and the end of the year. So some set Fridays and Saturdays, I may not be here because I have a lot of events coming up. I will post on my social media when I am not going to be here in the boutique. Okay. Um, on Facebook, I am covered by Aloysia. On Instagram, I'm covered by A. So it's all together, covered by A on Instagram. On Facebook, it's covered space by space Aloysia. So that's where you can find me now. Also, just to let you know, a fun, just a funny little thing. As I get to know you, the more you come in, the more frequent you come in, and we continue to build and establish that relationship. Most of, I have like maybe three or four customers that come in, they call and say, Hey, I'm coming today, or whatever. And I'm like, Okay, they come in and they go straight to the dressing room, they don't look at anything, they don't, they, 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 don't, they have no clue. And they just go to the dressing room and get undressed. And I just start handing them pieces. And some, they, they are like, oh, my God, like, you know, my body type, you know, what's going to look good on me. Da, 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 da. So we get to the point I, with some of my customers that they just go straight to the dressing room. I have like three of them that they, they just straight to the dressing room and undress and wait for me to hand them clothes. So I can get you to that place, too, if you're uncomfortable, if you don't know how to put things together or pants a top. If you're really, really not sure, you are in good hands here 
was covered by Loisia. And also, I know at the bottom, my um, website is strolling. So it's www.aloysiaonline.com. And Diva did mention for you to have pen and paper. So I'm going to spell that Aloysia for you. Y'all pay It's A L O Y S I A. Aloysia. Now, y'all got that now, okay? You got so, that. so, we got the hours of when she's available, but private appointments are available. Uh, we got another question from Mark Sanders. He wants to know, do you have any uh, fashion shows coming in the future? And I think that's when you were talking about in spring that yeah, you're talking I, about, right? I, I will have my own personal fashion show, probably, like I said, I'm trying to get the venue the last week in April or the first week of May. However, I am participating in a fashion show in Hampton on the 15th of this month. Um, it is for, I think it's called Social Butterfly or Butterfly. I can't remember, but it's for um, women with lupus and fibromyalgia. Um, and they help um, them get wigs and things of that nature when they lose their hair. So I was just asked to be the um, premier boutique um for the show so there will be other boutiques there but i will be the premier boutique the last i guess person um for the show so i'm waiting now for the ladies to come and get fitted but um, that is coming up on the 15th of october in hampton and i'll get that posted to my social media as soon as i get the flyer social media so you guys have heard it all today what, what i tell you she's absolutely amazing there's, there's no word to just talk about how beautiful this woman is and i've known her for years and i swear like somebody said d gonna be your best friend girl look that's what they said and go get two jeans and a sweatshirt from her too let me tell you she doesn't give it she gave it to me all but when i tell you about women who are true to their passion who are following the faith of the lord not letting anything persuade them from hearing the words that he is whispering to them to give them the direction that they need to be able to empower and encourage as well as enlighten and strengthen the bond of sisterhood to be able to break down stereotypes that have been out whether it be consciously or unconsciously to make us all feel whole she's giving you that in her boutique she's giving you that in the relationship that she builds with you she's in the community giving back as well too so when i tell you you want to be covered by a Lucia baby i'm telling you you want to be covered by a Lucia because there is an anointing that she's going to give to you you need to be present for the anointing because Lord don't make no mistakes, baby. He put people in your life for a reason and she going to be in your life for a reason. She going to make sure your entire season is covered. So when I tell you, as I preach these words to you today, I have known this woman from HR to be able to put you in a position of position of productivity to now be able to dress you so that you have a presence before you walk in the room, before you say anything. She going to bring it to you. Y'all better get down to Urban Street and go see what she got going on and covered out of Lucia because I don't tell you no lies. The diva done spoke, baby. Yeah, so the last thing I forgot to mention, which is very, very, very important. You shop at a boutique because you don't want to see yourself everywhere, right? I typically get one per size of all of my items. Some of my vendors require that I do two per size, but that's the most you'll ever see me have of any one item. I do not restock. I do not reorder. I do not do do-overs. When it's gone, it's gone. So if you see it, you like it, it's in your size, you might want to grab it because once it's gone, it's gone. You heard it here, y'all. You get you get the first and the only. 
and cover by Lucia. Okay? So now you know I'm getting ready to wrap up my segment, but before I do, I love you. And I appreciate you so much, Diva. You know, I got to come down there and, uh, you know, get, get my clothes on. You know what I'm saying? Got to be able to talk offline. You know, I got you. Um, but you guys, please definitely... Definitely visit Cover by Alosia. Um, get to know the woman behind this passion. I'm not even going to say boutique. I'm going to say passion because it is passion driven. So now as I get ready to end the show again, you know, I want to thank everybody again for being out here with me. This the diva on Tuesday. You know what I do. I want to connect, collaborate, and communicate. Uh, again, I want to give a shout out to my sponsors, to Mr. White, the Transport, LLC, and to uh, I Shot You Media Concepts for always, you know, making it do what it do. Also to Swag Media. Without them, I couldn't be out here doing what I do, baby. Being seen every day. Cute on Tuesday, y'all. To Swag Media. Um, so all the ones that have given us comments, please follow Cover with Alosia on all her social media platforms. And you guys, you gotta be stay out on lookout for uh, the, the road of alliance because we getting ready to do some things to talk about mental health and being able to promote some things for our communities. We're coming up on the holidays, you guys. Take some time out to reconnect. Take some time out to love one your family. Take some time to recognize that without them, there is no you. And without God, there's no us. And we have those things in perspective, okay? And we have to also remember that there's always a transitional period before we transform the lives that we need to be. So as I said in one of my posts, we think of fire as something that is destructive. No, fire also gives us heat. It gives us gives us resource fire is an opportunity for us to rebuild so take that fire that passion that you have and rebuild your platform so that you can be seen and better and that you can empower and inspire the next person that may come into your life because your story may affect their lives so i ain't gonna give it to you no more you know it's your diva please support us please please support us please you know donate to us because i can't can't do it all by myself your uncle sam ain't trying to give me nothing for free i don't know i don't know what this cost of living stuff is but you better hook a sister up. So please go ahead and continue to um, donate to the Dynamic Divas on our Cash App. And look for us next Tuesday. I'm going to bring you some more stuff. You know how I do. I'm going to bring it to you. But, you know, I appreciate you all. Be safe. Be happy. And most important, be encouraged. Until next Tuesday, I'm out. See you. Cancer tried to take mom away. But I prayed, I praised, and now she's free. My life, my life, my life, my